Howdy. Howdy. Yeah. Howdy, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome. I'm Emma. Oh, yeah. And I'm Chloe. So today we're doing something really fun. Yeah. I'm excited about it. This episode is designed for you to send to your boyfriend or the guy you're dating. We are going to teach him how to treat you. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like there's so many times when you see a TikTok or a podcast or something and they make a really good point and you're like, God damn it, I wish I could send this to him and it wouldn't be weird. We're explicitly telling you to send it to him so it's no longer weird. It's not weird and Mm -hmm. we will tell him what he needs to be doing yeah make sure you listen and agree with what we're saying before mm-hmm. you send it if you can't get them to treat you right we'll do it for you slap them into shape oh like from incredibles pull yourself together <laughs> <laughs> you are elastigirl literally so i'm really good at impressions <laughs> I, just, I want to pose a question to you all before he starts listening and I want you to really think on it. Think on it for the next hour while he's listening. Wow. Go for a hot girl walk. Really meditate on it. I don't even know what this question is. The question is, if nothing were to change about him right now, not a single thing changes about him, would you marry him? <sighs> would he be the one? <sighs> if he does not take our advice, if nothing changes, is he your guy? Wow. Sit with that. I love that. That's a really great question. It helps you understand if you are in love with an idea and Mm -hmm. a potential or the actual person. Yeah. I I love that question. What I heard recently also, similar, just something else for you guys to think about. If someone told you that you are so much like them, would you be proud? Mm. Would you be happy with that? Yeah. Or would you be like, ew, don't tell me I'm like him. I have a friend that has an ex. I used to say about them, I thought you guys were like the same person. When I said that to her after they broke up, she was like, ew, I wouldn't want to be that. And, I'm, and then, I'm, you know, in hindsight, you're like, well, why did you want to be with them? But they're not together, so that's perfect. So on that note, let's dive right in. Let's take these fucking hinges off, shall we? Here we go. I have notes. I came, I came with an MLA essay. I'm ready to go. We have notes. Well, let's introduce ourselves. To the, to the men here. Okay. Hi, I'm Chloe. Oh, I thought you were going to do your thing. I don't know. This is Emma. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emma. <laughs> and we're going to help you be a better boyfriend. Should we give our credentials? What makes you an expert to spew this knowledge on these people? All right. Well, I'm about to hit my four-year anniversary, which is wild. I don't even know how that happened. I have not even had a phone for that long. <laughs> My phones don't last that long either. <laughs> we don't really fight. When we do, we know how to work through it. It's not an argument. It's just communication. It's calm for the most part. It's pretty healthy. We have a sweet sex life. It's great. Great time. I would take this relationship and keep it going for a long time. So if nothing were to change, would you marry him? Okay, well, I can't say that on here <laughs> because he's going to listen because then it's like accepting a proposal that hasn't happened. But yes, I love him. So Oh, that's cute. Hi. I'm Emma. And I've been in so many failed relationships that I know exactly what not to do. So listen to me. Take it from me on what not to do and what you could do better. Together, we make a great pair here. We do. We do. We're going to lay it on. And we're going to get really real with you. We're going to lay it on thick. If you care about her, listen all the way through. No skipping. No zoning out. Okay. My first point, ironically enough, is consider her. This is the key here. 
We like to feel considered. Big ways, little ways, always consider me. Before you do something, would it hurt my feelings? Would it make me feel good? That's what should be going through Colin's head. And that's what should be going through yours. Oh, we're addressing this to the men. Yes. Oh, I love this now. Yeah, okay. I'm talking straight to them. Yeah. Obviously, this is dating 101. You need to have consideration for your partner. I was thinking on this point actually last night when I was prepping for this. I feel like there's been so many times in a relationship where I've said to the guy, what time do you get off of work? Or like, what time do you think you're going to be back from dinner? And they're like, why are you up in my business? And if you just take a step back, you can realize that I'm actually asking you because I'm considering your time because maybe I'm trying to plan a Pilates class or I'm trying to plan Mm -hmm. dinner with my friends and I just want to make sure that I can maximize our time together. Maybe I can schedule something while you're busy just because I'm considering you and your time at the same time I'm considering my own. Mm -hmm. Because this is a fucking team here, boys. We are a team. Yes. You don't just go running on the field before the coach tells you where to go and the time. I don't know. I don't know. Sports, sports references <laughs> that we don't know. But seriously, like, you're not going to just go blind onto the field without talking to your teammates. There's a plan in place. Exactly. And it's it, this is a great tip. We're just going to sprinkle in little tips while we're lecturing you. <laughs> <laughs> while we're putting in your fucking place. The tip of this specific scenario is I love when my boyfriend hangs out with his friends at the same time I hang out with mine so that we're both busy and I'm not just like oh I miss him like I feel left out tell me when you make plans like when you're going to go out with the boys when you're gonna go get dinner whatever so that I can do the same tell me in advance it's not that hard and then we're both busy and both happy and we come back and then we've had some space it's good and it's not even like We're asking because we care or we don't want you to go. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I can do with my time in that time. Yes. Girls have a tendency to wait around for you to message them and be like, hey, I'm coming over at this time. We like you so much that we allocate free time for you just in case. Don't do that to her. We want to be available. And little tip for girls as we're saying this, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't keep yourself available just in case he calls or in case he asks you to hang out. Because if he didn't ask you sooner, you'd be busy. It's his fault for not being like, hey, I'm going to plan ahead so I can consider her time. Mm-hmm. Don't let her wait around until you have figured it out. She's got fucking shit to do too. Right. I consulted my friend Iman, who's in the dating game. When you say dating game, do you mean single? Uh situationship but Got it. I, i'm not gonna she's in the dating game she's in the dating world <laughs> she's doing things so she said that when she makes plans with a guy and they ask her on a date let's say 7 p.m she does not get a follow-up from the guy until like 6 30 no nope. saying they're on their way nope i will already make other plans i need you guys you you men out there to Boys. get it together and to text her at fucking eight in the morning and say i'm looking forward to our date tonight i'm gonna come get you at this time or we'll meet there whenever however the hell you guys are arranging it follow the fuck up in the morning the day of your plans confirmation or i'm not coming and then you're not coming nobody's coming (laughs) (laughs) no but seriously i truly the rule for me is always if i don't hear from you by like 3 4 p.m the day of the date then I'm making other plans. I'm purposely going to make other plans and say, I didn't hear from you. I thought we weren't seeing each other anymore. Sorry. Yeah. That is something that women do too. So yeah. guys, if you want to keep your date, communicate. Yeah. Like that rhyme. 
communicate mm-hmm. if you want the date. And this is all applicable to when you're in the dating game or if you're in a committed relationship. Just consider the other person's time. Consider their feelings. There was one boyfriend who he would just make plans or do things or say like, I'm going. And I'd be like, do I even cross your mind? Mm-hmm. How is this not a we? And that broke my heart. It truly it devastated me. And I, I was like, I feel so uninvolved in this relationship. So just understand that that's how you're making your girlfriend or significant other or fucking situation ship girlfriend feel by not considering them. It's not just a matter of, oops, I forgot. It's like, no, you're actually making her question her value and her worth to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you are in a relationship, it's not me. It's we. Flip the M upside down, motherfucker. It is we now. And if that's not something that you like, then you should not be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to consider the other person. Yep. So – Ding. Ding. Uh, and you guys are men who don't listen to our podcast usually. We usually have like little bells when we debate things. When we do hot take debates. This is not a hot take debate, but yeah, because this is not a debate. These are just fucking facts. These are not up for debate at all. Never. Never. Ever. Never. Use these two words. Oh, I know where this is going. Crazy. Mm. Or relax. First of all, I don't even need to explain why not to use the word crazy. Just don't fucking use that word. Because if you say we're crazy, we will start acting crazy. That, but also, just don't even say crazy. We're not crazy. We are we have emotions. And we are acting on them. And we're telling you how we feel. And sometimes the emotions get high. And you might deem that as crazy. But do us a favor. Don't use that word. It is a very gaslighty term. It's triggering for a woman. The word crazy just makes us feel awful and it makes us more upset and it's not going to help you in the fight and then when it comes to relax as we've said before this does the opposite it will in fact unrelax us so just erase those two from your vocabulary crazy i have i haven't been called that since i was like a few boyfriends before colin and i would never accept that now if you are calling your girlfriend crazy you need to end the relationship and go see a therapist. It is such an invalidating, hurtful term. And not only that, if I were to hear that out of Colin's mouth now, I would be like, oh, so I'm on to something. You did do something. And you are pulling everything you can out of your asshole to deflect. Right. It's gaslighting. It's gaslighting and it's gross. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. You're just making yourself look bad. If you have a smart woman, which you likely do, she is on to you. And if you say things like that, you're on the highway to be an ex. Yeah. The last two people that have said that to me, one was the old man and one was the narcissist. Oh. The old man was just like straight up gaslighting me. It was like – it was absolutely when I was catching on to things. He used to delete all of his texts. All of his texts. He is so sketchy and had so much going on. (laughs) Like, and I, I like, I said something to him. I was like, I, that is not okay with me. I need you to not delete my text. I, I would say something and go, oh, I sent it to you a couple days ago. And he'd be like, oh, I deleted it. But that's because there's somebody else that he didn't want. I don't know. To see it. Like, I, I, who do, who's deleting texts all the time? Know. That's so weird. He I have it. a whole segment that I'm going to get to later about how to argue. Mm. And I'll touch on that later. Yeah. So he called me crazy for that. I feel like we can lay that one to rest. Just don't use those words. Yeah. I'm not even going to touch on men who are being all weird with their phone. You guys are cheaters and get out. Yeah. Leave her alone. And we have every right to call you out. That does not make us crazy. It makes us fucking observant. You know that new thing right now that the elegant stage is out and being a mob wife is in? I 
fucking love that. Take it from <laughs> us, the mob wives. We're having espresso martinis at 1237. If that ain't a mob wife, I don't know what is. Next point for me is the obvious. So you need to learn her love language, which we just did a whole episode on if you want to know more about that. Please see episode 28. Oh, you memorized the number. Oh, nice. Learn her love language and speak it fucking fluently. A universal love language is showing that you care in small ways, little ways. The little things mean the most. They really do. It doesn't have to be an elaborate date. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can literally be just remembering what her favorite drink is and picking it up from the gas station on the way to her house. It can be remembering something she told you the other week and doing it for her so she doesn't have to. Just showing that you are alive and listening and tuned in and then acting on it. Yeah. It's just such a small little effort from you. We watch you memorize every single player on your fantasy football team their number their position where they went to college where what pick they are in the fucking draft and you can't remember that i like cinnamon in my coffee we know you have the capability you have the memory capability so use it on us why aren't we worth it because we remember everything for you and about you and also it's not just remembering things but this this especially if you're in a long-term relationship please do it's so small put the i in front of i love you when she posts a selfie slide in her dms because other guys are and she's sad that you're not hype her up when she spends time on her makeup or when she's not wearing any at all do more do the most say i want you there instead of well if you want to (gasps) come That was one of mine, too. It is the little things. There is such a huge difference between do you want to come over and I want you to come over. There is a difference between I can get that and let me pay for that. I will get that for you. I want to do that for you. It's just fucking show up, guys. Women are really observing creatures. And I know that men are not festering on the little things, right? And that's why we speak two different languages. But women are... With a magnifying glass, whether you like it or not, we are looking at the difference between love you and I love you. Mm -hmm. And please come over. I miss you so much. Or yeah, I'm here if you want to swing by. They are different things to us and we read into them. So take the extra 20 seconds to address the situation properly and you will reap the reward. Like you will get a wet, sloppy blowjob later on. And that's the thing. It's like we're not just telling you because, like, that's what we want to hear. Like, this will actually have positive repercussions in your relationship. This will yield results. If you just make these slight tweaks and try a little bit harder, it's like you're never going to have an issue. The reason you don't fight with Colin and, you know, I am I'm also seeing someone. And the reason I don't fight with him is because he does all of these things right that I never question him I do not question a single thing I do not worry if I don't hear from him for a little bit I don't worry when he's out with the boys because he does all these other things so well and puts so much effort in that I have no reason to worry I have no reason to start a fight I have no I have no reason I don't want to I don't need to See, trust is earned, but not only trust, but security. Like feeling secure in your relationship is earned by the ways that we're saying. And if you don't feel secure and 
I don't know, your significant other wants to go out to a bachelor party or wants to go out all night, you're going to feel so much worse and on edge versus when the boyfriend or who or, or girlfriend is showing up and showing you how much they love you, prioritize you, care for you, and expressing that. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, okay, do what you want. Yeah. It's fine. Just communicating. So if you want your freedom – this is how you get it. And to go back to what you said earlier about the compliments and hyping her up, there is no one's support that we want more than yours. Mm-hmm. And the little things that we do, like, yeah, we might take two hours to get ready and you can complain all you want, but we are doing it for you. We actually are trying to get ready and look good for you. So when we come out and you either are complaining about why it took us so long or you don't compliment us, that's a bid for connection it is and if you sit there and say let's go or you look nice like i said in, in that one episode of the love language one when i had that ex that he would just every time you look nice and i'm like really i just spent two fucking hours tell me i look hot like my cleavage is out i didn't eat for two days and it's highlighted like, my collarbone yeah <laughs> like, like you don't even know what we did here and just compliment us i would love to sit here and say, like, I get ready for myself, not for anyone else. And a lot of the times that's true. But if I'm sitting there putting in effort before a date or before – even if we just, like, are going to the movies or I'm at home and I want to walk out and have him be like, wow, my girlfriend's hot. I am doing that for him. And nothing hurts worse than when you've sat there for, like, half an hour, 45 minutes, listening to music – meticulously doing your eyeshadow your eyeliner highlighting your inner corner your collarbone the tip of your nose lining your lips doing your eyebrows curling your eyelashes all the things that you guys don't know we fucking do and then putting on lingerie under your clothes and walking out after you spritz yourself this perfume and use the fucking dyson air wrap which by the way all totals up to about four thousand dollars <laughs> literally so please pick up the check but that's another subject anyway We just want you to be grateful and appreciate us and the effort that we're putting in. It is so simple. If we get our eyebrows done, our lashes, hair, whatever it is, just notice. Mm -hmm. And if you need a clue, what are you doing today? I'm going to get my eyebrows done. 7 p.m. when you see her, be like, oh, my God, your eyebrows look so good. Those little things mean a lot. Yeah. And there are times where I've spent so long getting ready and I've walked out for Colin to be like, you look really, really pretty. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. That's not what I needed to right. hear. I needed, oh my God, you're so fucking gorgeous. I don't want to leave the house till I get you over there right now. Yeah. Or pinning me up against the wall. Like, do something. Yeah. Something exciting. We need instant gratification. We do. We I'm do, not- just like you guys do. You know what's so funny? I saw this guy on TikTok the other day and I went down a rabbit hole because he is so fucking on point. He's this gay guy. I'm going to ad-lib this, but essentially he said, all of you men out there are so like, oh, like you want equality, but then you want us to pay for your meal. Or, oh, like you want us mm-hmm. to pay for you and and blah, blah, blah. Well, like, where's my free meal and whatever. It's sounding a lot like you don't like women. And it's sounding a lot like you should be with a man. It's sounding a lot like the sassy man apocalypse. Yeah, it sounds like you want to be treated like a woman. And (sighs) you want – you should be with a man because they will treat you like a woman. And you are not a man. When you guys start doing the emotional labor and the work, which this episode is part of the work. Thank you if you're listening and and actually embracing this. But – There's a lot of things that we do in a relationship that don't get appreciated or picked up on that are 
unrelated to finances that mm-hmm. are, that we fucking could be paid for if we pursued it as a career. Right? Especially when you live with somebody. I don't do this consistently. He does a great amount of chores. But there's I, – I do more laundry. Mm-hmm. I clean more. I ask him to clean. And then I'm nagging, right? Not to say – he's really good about it. Like I have someone who's really good about it and I still feel like I'm doing more. But you know what? We also are nurturing and we are caring and we are caring for them. There is a presence that's there just because we are there. You know You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we create humans. God damn it. And we're very emotional and in touch with that, and we help guide men. Like, who my boyfriend was four years ago is so different than who he is now. I went through him being an absolute fuckface to me for a long time, and we were talking about this the other day, and I said, if I were to meet you now, and you were doing this shit now, you would have been out. Right. Right? But I took so much time out of my day, mostly because I had time because of COVID, (laughs) to teach him you're my project well he he was you're my covid project and he became a really good man through that but you guys until you're reading about love languages and doing the introspection and looking at your traumas and yourself and healing yourself the way that we're helping you do it it's not equal right and on top of it we're spending thousands of dollars to to be hot and then to be told like hey do you mind like splitting off like, oh we do God. mind, to Colin's credit, and to to piggyback on what you're saying, it does take a man that's willing mm-hmm. and capable to make those changes. Because like I've said before, you don't have to. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. And if you don't want to, then get the fuck out. Because you don't have to. And if you don't want to, I don't want you to. Literally pause this, close out. Yeah. In this. And and stop wasting her time. And go open up Pornhub and have fun. Goodbye. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, Jesus. Really hammer that one in. If you are willing to do the work and you're going to do nice things and go out of your way, do not do them to hold it over her head. Do them because you genuinely want to. If two months down the line, you're in the middle of an argument. You're like, well, I did this and that because X, Y, Z. It's like, well, okay, so now – all the nice things that you did just feel like a chore and like you didn't actually mean it and like you didn't really want to. Defeats the purpose entirely. Yeah. So do the nice things out of the love of your heart. Pro tip, like learn her skincare routine. Take off her makeup when she's too drunk. Do it because you love her and because you know it'll make her happy. At the end of the day, that's what a relationship is, is you're trying to make the other person happy. Part of being a partner is understanding and learning what those things are, then doing them. And wanting to do them and doing them selflessly and doing them without thanks sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just doing it because you know it makes that person happy and that brings you joy. Simple as that. This is a really big one for me. I am very close with my family mm-hmm. and my friends. You need to treat her friends and her family with just as much respect, love, and attention as you treat her. That will go miles. Remember their names. Remember their birthdays. What they do, where they live, the husband's names, the wives' names, just these little things. Always show up with a host gift. Always. If the mom invites you over, come with a bottle of wine. She doesn't drink wine, come with some flowers. Get some dessert. Do something. Because if you intend to spend maybe the rest of your life with this person, you need to put in the groundwork with these people that are going to be around for the rest of your life. And also, just showing any sort of love for the person that your partner loves 
means you love them. This is expert level, by the way. This is if you want to be the boyfriend that is never forgotten. Or if you plan on marrying this person, like, the husband everyone's jealous of. Yeah. But you will be the person that she always compares everyone to if you ever break up. Like, this is acing every fucking Mm -hmm. test. But you will not break up if you do these things because this is – It's elite. It is elite status. Also – It's a non-negotiable for a lot of women, but it's not something that we'll ever ask you to do or tell you to do. It's something that we notice if you do. That is something to me that is so important and so impressive. Colin keeps a note of bartenders, doormen, important names, so that when he goes to the restaurant, he can be like, oh, hey, Brian, like, Mm -hmm. good to see you, and he gets treated better. I have one of those, too. Do the same. Yeah. With your girlfriend's friends and family. I get that it's a lot to remember. Put their birthdays in your fucking calendar. Write it down. I mean, I don't have my friend's birthdays in my calendar, but, like, if he does that, wonderful. I have all. I have everyone in my life's in my calendar. Have you ever had someone who hasn't showed up to your parents without something? Yeah. But I've never done, like, a formal I, – I don't do, like, the meeting like that. It's always just happened out of the blue. I mean, mine haven't been formal either. It's like we're going over to watch football kind of a thing. But it's like the first time going to my parents' house. What's annoying, for example, the narcissist, he excelled at these things. But well, of course, because he knew how to get under everyone's skin. Like he brought over like a custom Le Labo candle to my parents' house that said the Clipsteins so on it. And I was, like, I was like, I was like, I am going to marry you. Yeah, he, like, knew too much. Right. So there's two ends of the spectrum here. Start with a bottle of wine. You don't got to go overboard. I always bring a bottle of wine or something when I'm going over to his mom's house. Mm -hmm. It's a different – if you're coming from the airport, if you're traveling, okay. Fuck that. That's fine. Make your Uber stop. But if you are showing up intentionally, always bring something for sure. Stop at CVS. You can do – you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can make your Uber stop at CVS and you can get a $6 bouquet and it's better than nothing. You should never show up anywhere empty-handed. This goes for men, for women and their boyfriend's parents, for men and their girlfriend's parents. This goes for humans in, gen- in general. You should never show up anywhere empty-handed. This goes for friends' parties. Yeah. All of it, yeah. Just be a better person. Yeah. It could cost $5 to be- just get a candle. Beyond that, when you are talking to them, turn it on. I get it if you're introverted. I'm introverted too and sometimes it's really challenging for me, especially if I'm traveling. His dad lives in North Carolina, South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. When we fly there, I'm wiped and I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired and it's really hard for me to turn it on. I get that. Turn it on. Ask engaging questions. Try to get to know them. Remember their answers. Write them down under the table if you need to. That way later on you can reference things you've said. Just Build a relationship with them and show that you're making the effort and show that you care. And again, this is not something we're just asking of men. For another example, the person I've been seeing, I just met his parents for the first time, which was very exciting. Big bomb drop here. I flew down to freaking Florida for New Year's to meet his family and I went straight from the airport to dinner with them. And you know what I did on the airplane? Adderall. No, I Googled questions, good questions to ask your boyfriend's parents because I'm good at conversation. I could do it. I, I, I could turn it on. I'm not worried about that. I wanted to set myself apart. So I looked up little things and, and some of the examples were look at pictures around the house and ask what they're from. You know, oh, what, what, when was this photo taken? Who is this person? You should probably know the deceased in the family before you ask those types of questions oh <laughs> if it's someone old because like maybe it's a dead grandma and it's a sore subject. But, you know, that's one cheat. That's not even like you have to come up with something. Just there's a picture. 
ask where it's from. There's a recipe she's making. Have you made this before? Is it a family recipe? Can I get the recipe? Always Just, offer to help in the kitchen. Always. And always clean up your dishes after. Always insist on helping to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. You want to be become best friends with mom? Yep. Do the dishes. Yep. I I came with a gift for a thank you gift. And then I also came with a Christmas gift because it was right after Christmas and before New Year's. Lay off the PDA. Leave room for Jesus. Jesus. Don't even sleep in the same bed. Offer what? to sleep on the couch. Offer. Okay, I disagree with that. No. My, I come from an old-fashioned family. I mean, now as adults, it's okay. But still, I, actually, when I was at his parents' house, we slept in two single beds. What? Yeah, because that was like the room that we were stuck with. And she apologized. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. Oh, my and God. Okay. But it's not like it was on purpose. No, it was like that was we're the youngest of the family and we're the newest couple. So we got that room. And But I was honestly thrilled because if I had to walk out every morning and look his mom in the eye and be like, I just banged your son, I would not feel comfortable well, with that. don't fuck in the house. Do you know me? I made this mistake one time. Don't do not do that. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't do it. Don't do that. I've done that one time and the next day it was really a bad vibe. I just wouldn't suggest that. But I don't agree with the separating. Unless they're really religious, then okay, yes, like honor their position on that. But I, I'm 27. But you like, can even – I fuck your son every day in my house. <laughs> I make your son come. <laughs> No one makes you son come like I do. I'm so afraid. You know, my I just think like, mom might listen to this. I'm so sorry, Stephanie. And I she knows. That was... I, but I just think like being polite about it and like being like, are you sure it's okay that we both sleep in? I don't know. I like them to think that I'm mm. a nice little Catholic girl. Yeah, I don't do that. But I think it's pretty obvious if you meet me that I'm <laughs> not. So you're not a virgin. No, weird. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> okay, this one is really important. This one, you got to get it together. Get it in check. If you live with her or if you've been dating her for a long time, drill it through your head. Quality time, intentional time is very fucking different than just time. I'm going to speak to my present experience, okay? If you are spending a lot of time with that person because you see them all the time, because you live with them or you have a lot of sleepovers, if you're watching TV together, if you're just sitting next to each other in the dining room, on your computers, on your phones. That is not quality time. It is not intentional time. She will not feel fulfilled. Take her out of the house on a date. Take her on a walk. (laughs) Take her on a walk. Have a deep conversation. Put your phone down, look her in the eyes, and say, how are you really? What's going on in your life? Connection does not exist when you're just coexisting. Yeah. I – completely agree if you're sitting there saying well i spend all my time with her and it's that unintentional whatever what, what, what do you want to call that i feel like that should have a name not unintentional mm-hmm. time but stagnant time coexisting time it's existing. coexisting if, if there's so much time just coexisting then work on your balance of your time maybe spend less time doing that if there's only a certain amount of time that you can allocate with this person then do less of the coexisting and do more of the intentional we're not saying you need to do the coexisting and add on the intentional and then it's all of your time and all your time is gone because that can seem overwhelming for someone and especially if it's a new relationship or if you're not used to being in a relationship, it could be hard to adjust and you might feel suffocated. If it takes spending less time watching TV together and saying, I'm going to spend time by myself watching TV tonight so that you can dedicate more time to her that's intentional and dedicated for her, do that. She will appreciate that more. And also – with that said, say that that's what you're doing. 
don't just pull away. Be like, hey, I see that you want to spend more quality time together and intentional time together. If that's something that I need to give you, then this is what I need to, to make that happen. I need to have a little bit more alone time and then all the rest of the time we have together will be intentional. Exactly. Harder to balance if you live with somebody. Mm -hmm. It really does. I have a den with a TV room. I want to watch TV. He wants to watch TV. We're next to each other. It's a little bit harder. But he will say to me, hey, I want to play games. And I'm like, cool. I'll go take a two-hour long bath. What kind of games? (laughs) Let's play a game. It's like Saw. No, wow, like, that was such a opposite comment there. It seems like I would have gone horror movie and oh, you really? would have gone cute. <laughs> You're like, let's play a game. I'm like... <laughs> oh, no, I was talking about sex games. Oh. Yeah, like, what kind of game? Oh, you're like, okay, I'm playing it. <laughs> yeah, look, I will go take a long bath. I'll go watch a show that I know you don't like on, on my computer. Like, whatever it is, just communicate. I get needing space. I think it's healthy to have space. It's, it's so healthy to have hobbies. We'll mm-hmm. get to that. Things outside of your partner, that's important. But if you want to hang out with your guys and you're saying like, hey, we have plans this day, this day, and that day, she's going to feel like, well, he doesn't give a fuck about me if there's nothing planned for her. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be prioritizing quality time with her so that when you want to go out with your friends or you want to do something by yourself or whatever the fuck you want to do comes up, she feels fulfilled and she's like, have a great time. Right. And is craving time with her friends and by herself too. Mm-hmm. Simple. Simple math. Two plus two is four. Yeah. Ding. Ding. Totally. This is kind of something that you started to touch on earlier. Be our biggest cheerleader. And I'm not just talking about saying you look nice. I'm talking about work, supporting our careers. I'm also talking about if we look cute and we're doing something cute, take a photo of us. Oh, Just take a fucking picture. And when we say, oh my God, stop, don't stop. We don't want you to stop. We're just being humble and polite. We love that. We want the candid, cute photos. Candid is key. We want candid, cute photos. If you see and you're like, damn, that's my girl. She looks so cute. Take a photo. And learn how to take one also. Baby steps. The second that he's like at the dinner table, be like, smile. Then I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, exactly. So just be like, doo-doo. Yeah, because we really like that. We do. I see TikToks all the time and they're like little reels and it's like I asked my boyfriend to start taking candid photos of me or it's like videos and they're the most precious, cutest things and you can see his love for her yeah. through his eyes, through his lens. It's really, really sweet. There's that end of it and then there's also the really important end of it which is our careers and we've talked about this before. A lot of times we do make more money than our partners and that's okay. We need to still feel your support because don't get it twisted. We feel bad we feel bad sometimes if we're making more money than you like we I I don't want to you to feel emasculated I don't want you to feel bad I'll probably never even tell you how much I'm making if I know that I'm making more than you so just continue to support your significant other and if she has a big meeting coming up say good luck and say how did it go or if there's a promotion she's trying to get help her if she needs help and if she's willing to accept the help. Talk about how she can get there. Really encourage her and say, don't give up and fuck that coworker that's being a piece of shit and fuck that boss. You're going to be her boss one day. You know, just say little things where it's like you pump them up. The person at home is sometimes like the biggest factor that factors into your confidence and your drive at work. Be that person. Yeah. Salary dynamics aside, no matter who's making more hype, them up. Yeah. I don't care if she works at Wendy's or if she's the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Tell her that she's the best in the world yeah. and that she deserves whatever the hell she wants to be. 
as her career path and encourage her. And if something goes wrong at work, tell her we're going to figure it out and tell her she's going to find another job and she's going to land on her feet. Like my mom says, pull yourself up by her bootstraps. On that note, if she's ever venting to you about work, friends, whatever, we want to hear, fuck that bitch. We want to hear solidarity, support. We don't always want to hear advice. Maybe later when we ask. We have the exact same bullet points. Do we? Yes. Yeah, and we're like, see, this we have not discussed this. We have yeah. things that we are aligned on. This is universal. Blindly. This is universal. This is how girls feel. So if I'm venting to you about something, I don't want to hear, well, maybe if you had, and that doesn't mean don't call me out. Call me out. I don't want a yes man either. But let me vent first, validate the points that you agree with, and then be like, do you want advice? I was just going to say that's the key is you can ask. You can ask us if we want advice or you just want a sounding board. We'll tell you straight up. If we say we just want someone to talk to you, then just like fucking hold us, agree with us, and let it happen. That and also let us be sad if we want to be sad. There have been so many times where I've just been really upset about something that may not make you upset as a guy but it does upset me. And you say, it's not a big deal. Oh, that is hurtful. It is a big deal to me. Let me be sad. We are allowed to be sad. And sometimes we need a safe space and a moment to be sad and sit in that. Because nine times out of 10, a woman is hiding her pain, is hiding her sadness. So sometimes you just need to let us cry and let us be sad. Yeah. Give us a hug. Yeah. Just fucking pet us and kiss us and love us. Pet us more. Okay. Heavy petting. So on that note, I want to get into arguing. This may need to be an episode of its own. You know, this could mm-hmm. be a continuation. This could be a series. But this is really crucial, being a good boyfriend, how to argue. First and foremost, choose your fucking battles. Yeah. Figure out what is worth arguing before you do it. Let's say I, I have an attitude. Do not get an attitude back with me just because I have one. Why don't you diffuse it? first like if colin is being sassy i'm not gonna be like well i'm gonna be like hey are you having a bad day bubs like what's going on fighting fire with fire does not work it doesn't work and it's gonna create a shit storm and she's just gonna get a bigger attitude so choose your battles beyond an attitude just don't sweat the small stuff some things are just not worth it Mm -hmm. and it is and you have to also think about the scenario that you're in if you're out to dinner and you're having a nice dinner is it worth ruining the dinner is it worth ruining the vacation is it worth throwing a wrench into something and if it is then okay but you know what pull her aside and have a mature conversation and use your words don't yell do not yell communicate how you feel express your emotions do not bottle them up until you explode you have to right then and there be like, hey, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable or upset. We can talk about this another time or we can talk about it now. Can we have a mature conversation about it? Yeah. Start addressing it that way. Sometimes it's also a matter of taking a beat and letting everyone cool off and then talking about it later. I said this in the Love Languages episode. Love languages are a thing, but knowing what pushes someone too far. People have argument languages. They have fighting languages where there's certain things that they'll respond to and there's certain things that they won't respond to. For instance, when I was dating the narcissist, he would give me the silent treatment when we would fight and I would go ballistic. That to me was worse than gaslighting. He would just not respond and I'd be saying things and I would just keep going because I was like, why aren't you speaking? Why aren't you responding? And it would make me go fucking nuts. It was over something so small, but you just, because you were silent with me, (laughs) I blew up. You have to know how your partner fights. On the note, of slowing down 
because I have a bullet point about that too. We're so aligned. Slow down your response to things when you're hurt. Mm-hmm. And cool off. Like, there's a saying that's like, never go to bed at each other upset or whatever. Sometimes it's the best thing you can do. Oh, I if, live by that. I don't go to bed angry. This happened to me the other night. We were arguing until like 3 in the morning about something. And we're both so delirious, so tired. What we're saying doesn't make any sense. We're not making valid points. We're just fighting to fight. We slept. We both woke up. And we were like, hey, like, <laughs> I don't actually feel that upset about that. And we were able to maturely talk it out. It's almost the same as being drunk, in my opinion. When yeah. you're just so delirious and tired. The best thing that I've done in my relationship sometimes is to go to bed upset. That doesn't mean facing away from each other. Like, still cuddle, still engage with each other and be like, you know what? We're going to resolve this in the morning. Yeah. To that, it's okay to put up your white flag. It's okay to be the one to say sorry first. And it's okay to swallow your pride sometimes and just Mm -hmm. say, hands up. You know what? Fuck this. This is not worth it. And I love you and you love me. And what are we doing? Just lay it to rest and talk about it another time when you're both calm because cooler heads prevail. You got to swallow your pride sometimes and just say – I'll be the first. I'll, I'll say it. I'll just stop it right here and apologize right now. Yeah. And and also, an apology is not the time to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. If you are apologizing to someone, do not be on the defense. Do not explain. Do not say I'm sorry, but. You can't invalidate their perception because perception is reality. So if I feel like what you did really hurt my fucking feelings, you need to be like, look, that wasn't my intention, but – I understand that you're hurt. I'm sorry that I hurt you. Here's what I meant by that. Listen to them. Yeah. Do not invalidate them. Yeah. And also, saying you're sorry does not mean that you're admitting that you're wrong. No. It's saying you're sorry is just like putting up the white flag. No, like, you're sorry for hurting them. Yeah. And that's, that's that. Learn to express your emotions. Don't say nothing when it's something. That's just going to hurt the both of you. Mm-hmm. And when she says it's fine or I'm fine, it's not. You should know that too. So sometimes we need to learn how to express our emotions too. We know that. But yeah. Just learn each other's love languages and argument languages. My my final point and the thing that I think has propelled my relationship into what it is is overly communicating. That's not just expressing the, his emotions, but when we first started dating, if I didn't hear from him until 2 or 3 p.m., he'd message me and be like, hey, I had a great day. I was working out. I did X, Y, Z. How have you been? He let me know why I didn't hear from him, and he's never stopped doing that. And that has made me feel really secure then you just need to overly fucking communicate at all times. And that doesn't mean when like a like a chore way, but just when you go to reach out, be like, hey, this is what's been up in my world. Like what's going on in yours? Just communicate. Yeah. Or if you're going to be going MIA for five hours, let them know ahead of time and just yeah. say, hey, I'm going into this meeting. It's going to take five hours. I'll call you after. Or, hey, I'm about to have a really busy day and I'm not going to be looking at my phone. I will call you later. Exactly. Just those little pieces of communication just make us feel heard and cared about and we feel considered. Consider. There's the little thing. There's the full 360. It's so simple. We're simple creatures. We're so simple that we only talked about it for an hour and we could go on for more. <laughs> and we're doing like part two is most likely. Anyway. But we're simple. We're breezy. Cheers to that. Good luck, boys. We hope that helped. Women, may the odds be ever in your favor. We did our part. Now you do yours. Do the work. Send it to your boyfriend. Send it to him. Let us know if he starts implementing some of these things. Yeah. Send it.